Welcome to Bursting the Bubble with Tasha and Orlin. My name is Tasha, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about dating at Barry, and we wanted to get the opinions of the girls and the guys who go to Barry College. So today I'm here with three of my friends, and Orlin will be here with three guys um, for the next episode. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hey y'all, I'm Journey. I am an exercise science major here, um, a senior, and I'm from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Hey y'all, my name is Noah. I'm a junior political science major with double minors in Spanish and teaching English as a foreign language, and I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. Hey, I'm Raquel. I'm a junior history and international studies, double major with a French minor, and I'm from Calhoun, Georgia. All right, so that's Journey, Noah, and Raquel here with me to talk about dating at Barry. So to get some um, more perspectives and, you know, just points of view on dating at Barry, I sent out a poll to students at Barry for them to fill out. I got uh, quite a few responses, and we're just going to talk about what came in. So I wanted to talk about dating because I've talked about it with my friends a lot, and I feel like we have, you know, similar opinions on it. And they're not as positive, and we don't... Well, I guess you're going to see what we have to say about dating at Barry. I just wanted to know if it was um, it was something that was felt that was felt all across campus, and yeah. So, the first few questions that we asked, I will have our beautiful guests answer. And these questions were: How many dates have you been on since your first year at Barry, and how many of those dates were with a Barry student? I guess I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's my senior year, and for um, a portion of my time here, I was in a relationship, and so um, I'm gonna. Well, we've been on dates, so I'm not gonna really include those. Um, but outside of that relationship, I've only been on two, um, and they were with very students here. So that's crazy, girl. Y'all, journey is beautiful. I don't understand that, but. Um, Y'all are all beautiful. I, I, you know, I made sure I knew yes. who was picking. <laughs> uh, I have been single this entire time, have not been on any dates until recently, and so I've only been on one, um, and it was not with a Barry student. Okay. Um, when you sent out that poll, I kind of just, like, threw out a number, um, like it was, like, an estimate, but I was in a relationship until this past summer so we broke up and then um probably like not counting those maybe like 30 and then maybe like seven of those were with the very guy so okay the same guy or different different, different. guys yeah all right okay. <laughs> here we go. so now a nice little spectrum here um so we're just gonna go ahead and uh, look at the responses that we got from some of the students to some of the questions that we asked. And the first one, the most important one, was describe dating culture at Barry. Right, so the first response was 50% or more of Barry is constantly in a relationship. Do you all agree? The, that percentage is probably exaggerated, but mm -hmm. because we're such a small campus, like, that's what it feels like. It feels like everybody is either married, about right. to be married, or on some fuck shit. So <laughs> it's... Oh, yeah, that, I don't think it's 50%, but it feels like it's 50%. Okay. 
And someone else said, it sucks. I think people at Barry are into hookup culture and boys in general nowadays, they skip the part of actually dating as in skipping the part of, ta- of taking the girl out. I could see that. I um, I definitely think the two extremes of like the spectrum of like, you know, you see the guys that are, you know, in their relationship that they've been in for however many years, very serious, marriage minded, like mm-hmm. no, you know, dating culture outside of like having that or being in that relationship. And then you have the other side of the spectrum where it's like, we're not doing dates. It's like, you're coming over, we're going to see what happens, and then we're going to, you know, call it a night and move on from there. So mm-hmm. you definitely don't see a lot of that, you know, in between, I guess, like this person was talking about on campus. I think it also depends on where you're looking. Not trying True. to drag the men in athletics, <laughs> but I think that they have, there's a stigma on them that, like, all they want is that hookup. Like, they're not really trying to date. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if you go for, like, the campus outreachers or the young lifers, those are the ones that are kind of, like, going to whine and dine you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it mm-hmm. depends you on... wine and dine? Ch- <laughs> child, I've been on one date and not with a very student, so no. <laughs> um, Let me know who's whining and dining people. Cause... Child, me too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, but I think it's where you look. Yeah. And I think it depends on the person, like... You gotta watch and you need to talk to people because you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And also, like, an interesting, like, element that makes the dating culture seem so, like, weird here is because, like, the school is so small mm-hmm. and where it's like you can't just, like, talk to just anybody without assuming that more people are gonna know or more people are gonna, like, at some point you're gonna overlap with friend groups or whatever and that just gets messy and so I just Mm -hmm. feel like for me that's been a very big like barrier for even wanting to like entertain doing anything or like talking to the guys here just because I know it's like this is a really small school Mm -hmm. I'd rather I'm I'm, I'm definitely a private person and so it's like I'd rather just you know look elsewhere or not at all Mm -hmm. it's just not my cup of tea over here. <laughs> a lot of my friends, it's what they say. It's like, I just don't want my business being spread around. Yeah. And everybody talks to everybody. So you think, you'll see this guy, you're like, I've never seen him before. But you know that there are three people who know him at least. So if you, like, if anything goes wrong or if he starts, like, talking or if she starts talking, like, everybody's going to know. And I know a lot of people are like, I'd rather not deal with all of that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, yeah, I think they've definitely brought that up in these responses about having a small student body. And they also brought, said that it is toxic and people make things way too serious, way too fast, and put so much pressure on marriage and when on relationships aren't at that stage yet. Do you all agree? I can't really speak to that on a personal level. I definitely could see how that could be other people's experiences here because, like we said, we know there's like a very large population of students that are very much Mm marriage-minded. And so, um, I mean, that's fair to them, I feel like. uh, I could see how it would put people in awkward positions who are looking for just like normal dating, college life, to kind of like constantly bump into you know, people where it's like, are we getting married or what's up? It's yeah, like, <laughs> so. a little off-putting, I think. Like, I think it's great if they're, like, in love, you know, getting married. Well, like, that's awesome. Um, but at the same time, like, if y'all are on different pages, it's a little overwhelming. Um, like, I know I went on a date with one guy, um, and it was nice. And then he was like, the next date, you can meet my parents. And I was like, whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa baby. Oh. Yeah. 
But I think it's nice whenever they're both on the same page. But if you're not, it's definitely off-putting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, here at Barry, you have something called Ring by Spring, and it's something that was brought up in these responses. And I just want to know if you have anything else to say about it or explain to our listeners what Ring by Spring means. Um, it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I, I don't understand it personally. That's not my thing, but... It's kind of a phenomenon where all of these couples, by like the spring of their senior semester, will either be getting engaged or be planning their wedding. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that get married the month of May, like right after graduation or within the next two to three months. And to me, that's kind of <clears throat> to me that's kind of crazy. Like if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it, but be prepared for it and be ready for it. And I feel like a lot of these kids. Y'all don't even know how each other mm-hmm. live. Right. You don't know if they're clean exactly. or messy. You don't know what their finances look like. They don't even have a job. So what are you getting married for? <laughs> where where are y'all finna go? It's love. Um. <laughs> 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 no, I'm sure there's definitely a lot of genuine love and genuine just, you know, desire to be with each other for forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beautiful. I definitely could not see myself... Um, committing to something like that at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a bit of a phenomena to me to just, like, see how people are so, like, willing to just, I'm not going to say sign your life away, but day. I can <laughs> barely pick classes. Honestly. No, but I'm happy for people who are able to find that and, you know, obviously it ends up the way that they see it now. Um Props to them. Save them a lot of trouble and heartbreak, I'm sure. So, but. I keep worrying. I'm I'm a pessimist. Also, (laughs) a lot of a lot of young marriages don't last. That's very true. And I think a lot of people go into marriage with no preparation, and it's there needs to be conversations had. Y'all really have to sit down and talk about child rearing and what you want that to look like. How many kids Mm -hmm. do you want? What are your finances? Because finances is one of the biggest factors for divorce, Mm -hmm. and. Like, if y'all are going to graduate school, where? Do you know where? Do you know where you're going to live? Are you living in your parents' house? Because what is that going to look we like? We need to send couples to you to talk <laughs> before they make that commitment. You know, this, you know like, you're, you have to talk to your pastor before, you know, they marry you away. Like, yeah, we need to send them to know. <laughs> what is an ideal age to get married for all of you? I don't know if there's, like, at least for me, mm-hmm. I don't think of, like, an age. Maybe mm-hmm. just, like... A time frame or like I'm, I'll know that like once I accomplish things for me mm-hmm. then maybe yeah. like I don't think I'm gonna like stick to one age because like again like I don't think that that's really how it works um but I do think once I like achieve things for myself then like after that maybe I agree yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I used to say all the time I'm gonna be Engaged by 23, married by 24, first baby coming out 27. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Yes. Um, but now, <laughs> the way my life is just set up. Now, I definitely see just like knowing, being able to look at myself now and know how different I was. I am today from what I was even a year ago, two years ago. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, putting that type of constraint on my life to, like, be that ready for that much of a commitment in two years like that's crazy to think about Mm. um I I mean still now like I'm a bit of a sap so (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay I'm a sap I love me a good love story 
Um, but with the realism in mind, um, I would like to be married, like, before, probably, like, before turning 30, because I do want kids, and I want, I come from a really big family, so, like, I'm very much, like, family-minded, and obviously, there's a little bit of time limit on that aspect, so I guess ideal age would be, like, 28. Mm-hmm. X for days. We have a friend who recently just <laughs> oh, <yes! laughs> was talking about biological clocks, and she said, mm-mm, eggs for, for days. days. <laughs> My new favorite. I don't know what y'all got in your milk, but <laughs> <laughs> they told me, don't go past 35. What? No, that's the general thing. Like, if you get pregnant past the age of 35, you're automatically a high-risk pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I think it also depends on your body. I mean, it does, but it's just like... There's options. There's options. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to get married till I'm 30. Okay. Later would be better, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. I want to be ready. Right. I want to have my career. I want to have all of my debt paid off. I want to have a house and all of my finances in order. And I want to travel and live my life for a little bit yes. beforehand. Like, we can get engaged. I don't mm-hmm. mind being, like, I'll be engaged for years. I don't think that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I'll wait. Like, it's not a problem for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to I don't want to settle down in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I think that's so young. And I'm like, there's so much for you to learn. There's mm-hmm. so much for you to be doing. And I come from kind of a nomadic family, so I don't want to, like, have to, like, settle down in one place. Mm-hmm. I want to move a whole bunch and travel the world a little bit and live my life before I, like, stop, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe not a good idea of marriage, but I don't want to get married till I'm 30. No, I mean, it's good to that's know. Good like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people just don't know how they feel about a lot of things, so. Yeah. You having that figured out now, even if that does end up changing, like... Yeah, I'm open for change, as long as change is not 24. Yeah. <laughs> I can miss that. Boat. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think I have to wait to accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish. But also in, I guess, my youth, in the past few years, since my freshman year, I knew I was not ready for a relationship. I was not willing. I mean, able, but I wasn't willing. But then <laughs> listening to my friends who I knew were, they, they wanted that, and they're so beautiful and amazing. Like, I just, I couldn't understand why. They were not getting what they 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 were they needed or they wanted from I guess our our college or just in in general. So that's another reason why I wanted to talk about this because me I guess now I don't know if I'm with no I'm not willing. Let me not lie. <laughs> but you know I know people who really are and I think they deserve it. That was where I was coming from. The fact that they deserve it and they don't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've talked about hook uh, hookup culture and ring by spring and another trend that I saw in these responses was uh, there being a subculture. Someone said that the, or they described dating at Barry as lackluster if you don't fit into Barry's subculture. What does that mean to you? I agree with that. I think if you are not of a very specific race, if you are not of a very specific religion, political identity, if you don't portray yourself in a certain way that fits the mass culture at Barry dating here is really difficult because guys will not come up and talk to you even if they maybe like you they're not going to say anything and then it's uncomfortable for you to try to put yourself out there because we go to such a small school so if he rejects you everyone's going to know so there's no anonymity there's no way for you to stop yourself from being outwardly vulnerable to the entire school population so I think personally I think that's true and i 
think that's probably one of the reasons why I've not dated or been on any dates with a single Barry kid. Mm-hmm. For real. Do you agree that there's a subculture here that... Is... I, th- I think so. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't think that maybe there's necessarily anyone to blame. Um, I think that that's just like how it's been like almost like generational. And I guess like mm-hmm. that's also why like I don't really... Like, I have found people attractive at Barry, but I don't I don't think I would ever act on it because I'm, like, aware of that. I'm aware of, like, ring by spring and those things. Um, and so I tend to look outside of Barry. So it's like a whole other world out there. Oh, um, it's but crazy, ain't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah, so, yeah, um, subculture. And another way people put a phrase that uh, concern was the, there being a lack of diversity. So would that you think that's the same thing as there being a subculture? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that can play into it and I don't think it's anything bad I think it's more you you spend time with people who you feel most connected to and who you feel most alike and I think because we go to a PWI a lot of students are going to want to date somebody who looks like them Um, and I think it's same for us as well you know being minorities like we we are I don't I'm not gonna speak for everybody. I don't really care the person, like the race of the person that I date, that's not important to me, but I feel like a lot of people, you feel more comfortable when you can connect with somebody, especially when we're talking about a marginalized experience. You want somebody who you can come to and talk about, you know, social issues and talk about the struggles and the triumphs of being a minority in America. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the lack of diversity can make it more difficult, especially if you are really, you know, trying to date somebody who looks like you and somebody who shares similar experiences to you. Um, I think also because of the way we are beginning to negotiate topics of race and discussions of diversity and inclusivity on campus, but in the broader sense in society as a whole, a lot of white people are maybe timid to try and date somebody outside of their race because they don't want to come off as being racist or fetishizing or anything like that so they're unsure of how to kind of navigate the space of even showing interest in somebody who isn't white but i think a common theme i've heard is people don't outwardly show interest or if you know they're interested in you they they won't say anything is that common in other places or is it just a like a weird thing here why don't people ask outwardly show that either their attraction or their interest to people of color to is in general no everyone I think everyone's scared of rejection, mm. no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from, no matter your culture. It's it's a level of vulnerability that you're having to show another person. And I think everybody has pride. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets scared to be told no, especially if it's like you've been harboring these feelings for a while. You don't you don't want to tell that person that you've been like kind of, you know, looking at for a hot second and have them be like, no, I'm not interested because then it's like damn, what have I been doing? Like, mm-hmm. I got to start back from square one now. Yeah. Another concern that came up was just there being no time with school being, you know, very time-consuming. Have you all faced that issue? Oh, yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, so that's why, like, I praise those people that do get engaged in everything mm-hmm. and get married and manage, like, their time around that. I think that's great for them. But I know that, like, personally... Like, I don't have time to think about that. And I think if I wanted to be in a relationship or marriage, I want to spend as much time with that person that I could. Like, I would Mm want to invest, like, my time and my effort and feelings with them. And I feel like I'm not, especially in college, I'm not in a place to do that. I mean, I don't want it to be, like, toxic or stuff, you know, like those, like, 
consequences because of not having enough time and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I agree. I um, am definitely guilty of when, I don't know, I guess just not being able to meet the expectations of anyone I'm talking to, even if it's like the beginning stage where it's like, we literally just met. I have homework to do. I'm not about to spend my time talking to you to make you feel good about yourself. This thing is due at midnight. Sorry about it. Um, And it's just hard to, like, navigate around those things when you don't have any foundation. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're in a relationship, it's like you can work around, like, the tough schedule type thing. But when you're first, like, talking to someone, it's kind of like if you're not interested, those first impressions really say a lot about, you know, where anything could go or mm-hmm. how much time you should even put into trying to make something out of anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's definitely been a struggle for me as far as just getting anything past just first talking, just first meeting, just because it's like, that's a lot of work, y'all. Yeah. But. It is, yeah. So we got um, a response that I found very interesting because it was unlike all the others. They said... Dating culture at Barry isn't bleak, but it is hard to navigate sometimes due to the small size of the community. That said, the like-mindedness of the community helps push people together. Good for that person. Yeah, it helps push you together if you are part of that like yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. If you're not, this shit sucks. Hmm. Yeah. What does uh, what is like the like-mindedness of the Barry community? I think they <clears throat> definitely like. It's talking about what we have been describing this whole time, where Mm -hmm. it's like, if you're a certain race and a certain religion, a certain economic background, Mm -hmm. certain political ideology, like, things just flow a little bit easier. There's a couple questions that don't have to run through your head when you're first thinking, Mm -hmm. do I want to talk to this person type Mm -hmm. thing? Yeah. Um, And so, again, like, that's the majority of students here, and if they had that experience, clearly works for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If, you know, they're leaving out with their husband or wife, you know, by the end Mm -hmm. of... The graduation time but yeah. definitely like if you fall out of those lines mm-hmm. um it creates an extra challenge of just like that's one more question you have to wonder oh do they like black girls or oh do mm-hmm. they think black lives matter or oh mm-hmm. you know yeah. all this stuff like that so um, i feel like that's like a lot of pressure too because like i mentioned earlier i think even the administration recognizes that because like I don't know about you guys but like at freshman orientation they were like I think it was like a joke um but now I'm not so much laughing at it they were like you might be sitting in here with your future spouse and like the parents were in there and stuff and everybody laughed but I think the more that I think about it it's like okay well that's pressure and if you don't fit that like ideal then what do you do like Mm -hmm. you see all of these people around you getting engaged being in like awesome relationships and that's great but it's like well, I'm not in that. Like, what mm-hmm. am I doing? You know, obviously, maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which I don't think is true. Like, we're here for education, and I think mm-hmm. that's also important. Yeah. yeah, I think the media definitely plays a key role in the way that we view relationships, especially in college. Because mm-hmm. I know before I came here, it was like the idea that like this is it for you. Like, you're gonna <laughs> the dating culture is gonna be fabulous, and you're gonna meet these beautiful people, and you're gonna fall in love, yeah. and it's like. I have met beautiful people, but we're all friends. And the relationships that I built with them, I feel like are more outlasting than if I tried to date at this Mm -hmm. point in time. And I think I came in with this expectation and it took me a while to not basically have my feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, oh, 
but why like it's my turn you know like I didn't mm. date in high school mm-hmm. just because I was really busy and my parents were really strict and it's like mm-hmm. okay so I'm on my own now like I get to make my own decisions like shit about to be popping <laughs> and period. yeah period, <laughs> you know but it's not and I don't think that's anything wrong I think I just was told for so long that like this is where you mm-hmm. find the love of your life or at least this is where you start to figure out like what you like and what you don't like and you know certain things like that and I think there are a lot of us that came in expecting for that to happen mm-hmm. both male and female yeah. and it it doesn't necessarily and that's not a bad thing I think we focus so much on building one kind of relationship that we forget that there are so many other ways that you can connect to another person and those connections can be so much more influential and so much more positive in your life than you being romantic well yeah and as i i feel like i've been reminiscing or just thinking back to all my years and journey and i we live together and we've just been talking about how you know college is supposed to be the best four years of your life so we've been looking into whether that has been um, true here at Barry. and I remember my freshman year I had a friend so she was a senior Bertha and she told me about how because they were in the, in the same place that I'm at right now and one of her friends just broke down crying asking like am I am I not attractive am I not beautiful because why have people at Barry just not shown interest in me you know just going just looking back and like I thought I would have gone on a few dates or had a few people just, you know, boost up my self-esteem. Not that it has to come from outside, but, you know, that sometimes will just make you feel better. So I, I, I've been thinking about that a lot, and it's got me the question, is it just Barry? Is it the size of Barry? Is it because it's a, you know, small PWI? Or do you feel like the experience is different at bigger schools? I would think that people would run into like similar issues Mm -hmm. but I think overwhelmingly it would be different just because like we talked a lot about just the size of the school Mm -hmm. and with that you lose any type of anonymity and it's just like I feel like that would play a big role in just setting the foundations for dating culture Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. if it's like you know if you're going into a building and you see this person like you know, the odds of you seeing that person again are kind of slim. They're more likely to be like, okay, let me say hey real quick. Right, you know, yeah, like, yeah. what are you having for lunch today, good sirs? That's my pickup line. It works every time. <laughs> um, Take notes. But yeah, I think it is different. And I feel like the sentiment you're describing um, with Bertha's friends mm-hmm. is something I definitely struggled with during my first years here and it was just like which is crazy if you could see her if oh you could see goodness. journey honestly a baddie right no questions asked. all of them actually no should quite post a picture you should be anyway this episode <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys um you say somberly now i can't remember. okay no <laughs> i feel like <laughs> no yeah i definitely like had those similar questions it was like okay what am I doing wrong or like what's wrong with me or what is it about it that's like you know all these people seem to be finding people you know what was going on um I used to always joke that anytime I need a confidence boost I would just go home and I would be back to normal like you know I guess just something about just being here is just like a little off and I can never like describe it but it is nice to know that it's not just like a in my head type thing of just I don't know, 
that the dating culture is just a little off, mm-hmm. or it feels like. Um, but I mean, I feel like now, just in the personal growth that I've gone through in college, I know like just having confidence and understanding just like the nuances of just life is a little bit different every time I come back to school um, it doesn't bother me the same way Mm -hmm. Uh, so I just hope that any other student that may be feeling that way now just understands that it really is like we don't need to be looking for affirmation Mm -hmm. in any other attention or person that we may or may not show interest in I don't know if it would necessarily be easier to date at a bigger school but more say it (laughs) The options would be bigger because you have like bigger schools are going to be in bigger cities where Rome, Georgia is very small, very centralized, very specific to its demographics. And it's difficult to feel comfortable here in general if you do not fit within those. Mm -hmm. And I think like being on social media, like the dating apps and stuff like that, like a lot I've said this and I will stand by trying to date in Rome is like the seventh ring of hell (laughs) I say that because like I'm black Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly liberal I'm politically active but I'm also very vocal and I'm strong in myself and I know what I want Mm -hmm. and love to see it yeah but it's difficult like it's difficult being like this and knowing that I rub a lot of people the wrong way purely by accident because we disagree Mm -hmm. and like when all you have on your dating profile is you with a dead bug and fish that's not gonna work for me baby (laughs) she needs more i know two fish next time (laughs) maybe none i don't eat meat (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but like that could work for me i think it's difficult for i did i feel like it can be difficult to date here because it's like where where am I going to go? Whereas if you're in Atlanta, mm-hmm. there are so many more options. Yeah. There are so many schools in Atlanta. So it's like, okay, I go to GSU. I don't know if I'm necessarily feeling this vibe. All right, Emory's down the road. Mm-hmm. GT is down the road. Like, Smel- Spelman is down. Like, you have so many more options and mm-hmm. so many more places to go, whereas we don't. You got shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even then, like, at, like <laughs> GSU, it's like there isn't a culture there like Mm -hmm. there isn't a single way to really describe the majority of Mm -hmm. students and like you will find your niche if you look you know Mm -hmm. close enough and I feel like there's that in itself makes it easier too where it's just like you don't have to exists knowing that you're not in the overwhelming majority it's just like okay if i'm not over here there's someone over here you know mm-hmm. or like i can find friends right. or find comfort or find anything over here yeah and you're constantly seeing sure. new faces mm-hmm. like at barry i there's only 2100 of us i've been taking classes with the same roughly 20 people since freshman year mm-hmm. like i see the same people all the time so like if I haven't found interest in you now, that's not going to all of a sudden change, you know? Not in a bad way, Sorry but like... to anybody who's been holding out for right. senior year to just pour out your love to Noah. She said there's not a chance. No, that's not what I'm, oh my God. Don't listen. That is not what I'm saying at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. She just said you're not cute enough. That's not what I'm saying. Stop. Stop before they drag me. (laughs) 
No, I feel like, um, yeah, it tends to be like a little like disappointing when you think like you're not part of the majority. Um, but then you go outside of Barrie and it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, like I'll never forget that one time we went to New York <laughs> for, um, yeah, Maybe for Inman. And we were standing in that hotel, and all of these, like, other schools, oh. like, walked in, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Double take. I was like, Triple I got off the airplane like this, like. Honestly, 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 uh-huh. we were both in sweatshirts and t-shirts, and, like, yeah. we were like, oh, my God, we gotta go. Hey! <laughs> right, because they were coming from schools all over the country, mm-hmm. around the world. Fashion shows, like, at, the, at airports are real. At, do not. Casual, forget about Girl, it. Girl, the next time I go to New York, the audacity that I have to show <laughs> right. up in sweatpants. <laughs> Never again, child. We're coming full beat. <laughs> Just to the nines. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying man. to give me a little socialite child. Hey. That's your tip of the day. Yeah, but, like, it was, like, stuff like that. I was like, okay, well, you know, it's not just very, like, mm-hmm. and, and it's hard because, like, you, you're here and you're always here with those same people and it's, like, beyond that you know like this mm-hmm. isn't the end like there's so much more mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i definitely felt the same way when i went to spain i studied abroad in spain for my junior year said forget my roommate <laughs> she'll be all right <laughs> she said forget everybody <laughs> she was barely going for that my friends my family i'm sorry i'm back but i need it i need a change of scenery and yeah, very, I just needed to break out. But it was just shocking to be like, to see myself in a different light, to see like I'm a, as a sexual being, basically. Like, I didn't, under, I didn't know, I didn't get the type of, not affirmation, but just. Hot girl a, shit. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I said hot girl shit? She's <laughs> her city girl. girl. <laughs> it was just different. Just, um, yeah, it was very different. And I definitely agree with all of you. Y'all are out here gonna make me spill my beans. I would definitely have a whole episode on what happened in Spain and Y'all, she oh. has some stories. <laughs> I know. Okay. Like she'll just casually say something about, Oh yeah, those one time I met blah 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 and I'll be hold up. No, you are not gonna who? just fly past that <laughs> right. like that was sure, an everyday hurts. occurrence. <laughs> but yeah, so just saying that just to help y'all understand, I felt the same way that outside of Barry it's um I just felt more confident. I felt mm-hmm. more seen, which again, I don't have to get from a people who are showing interest in me sexually or, you know. But we're humans. But we are human. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Affirmation, affirmation is important to building self-esteem and building ego. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, I feel like we're always being told that like, you know me, you know me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, I don't, but also I, it's nice to be told like, exactly. you look really good today. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. Right. You know? Yeah. Especially I companionship. Like, yes, companionship is important. Mm-hmm. We are social beings for a reason. Now, obviously, there are people who are asexual or are within that spectrum mm-hmm. and like don't necessarily want any romantic connection. But it's still nice to know that somebody is interested in you and know that somebody finds you attractive. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, and it it can be demeaning <laughs> to consistently feel like, damn, I must be ugly as hell. Real. <laughs> like, yeah. Try to get tomorrow. I know. <laughs> Best outfit. <laughs> I, know, I, appreciate it. Yeah. I, got, I got my cutest shoes on. Y'all really not gonna say nothing to oh, me today? Wow. Just for what? Period. Period. Oh, Took me three hours to do this hair. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> nothing. So that's why, yeah, it was a culture shock for me in Spain. Mm. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> Do y'all have anything else you'd like to say? Anything you would say, for example, to a freshman who's just coming in about dating at Barry or a senior who, you know, still feels like, oh, my years, I, I've, I've wasted my time or haven't been seen? Before we get to that, can I actually ask a question? Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about guys approaching you in person? Because I know for me, cute. no, just like in general, like, um, I don't, it's for me, it's like, I prefer it, mm-hmm. but slightly <laughs> because like, I've been grabbed before and like, mm-hmm. that's somebody's oh, yeah. like way to approach you or like, I guess it depends mm-hmm. on how they're approaching you. Yeah. You grab me, but don't, okay. don't get a disclaimer. Club. No, that's a different setting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. But uh, even still, even uh, still, you yeah, can yeah, just, there's definitely boundaries. There's ways sure. to you know signal that you want to dance with someone. Grab me, I. S- we're in public. Um, yeah. Oh no, we can't. You can't talk about that. What? You remember that party you went to? The at UGA. If you stay to this part of the podcast, you get Shut this little up. treat. You do. Here you we do. go. <laughs> we were at a party, me and Tasha and some some other yeah, girls here. Yeah. Um at UGA and it was a frat party. It was <laughs> I was not ready for all of that. I'm not going to drop my... As a young 18-year-old girl. <laughs> I know. Basically, there's one specific frat that is known for dog-like behavior. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Man. the purple and the gold. <laughs> not the purple and the gold, child. Uh-uh. They were freshmen being initiated into the... No, they were, they were strolling. They were just strolling. If you guys don't know what strolling is, look it up. It'll change your life. Um, she, yeah. <laughs> It will. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, y'all. Black rats and white rats are completely different things. Yeah. Y'all don't even this know. Is, no, honestly, this would be a cultural experience. If you're curious, look up just like black frats, strolling, mm. or sororities, you know. Anyways, we were there. These people started strolling. Someone was crawling on the floor. And like a dog. Like, they like were, a dog. Yeah, mimicking a dog. And then what happened, Tasha? <laughs> he bit my bum. He bit. What? What? <laughs> He took a bite. <laughs> I was not expecting it. And by the time I looked, he was gone because he was on the floor. Just <laughs> were you on the floor? I, I was not on the floor because we were, they were making their way through the crowd. So I, I've never seen this. I'm just a fish out of water. I'm just looking like what's going on, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, just a bite. I don't even know what I was doing. I was probably next to you, just in awe, just watching everything. <laughs> I think I looked back, I was like, I, he bit me. <laughs> <laughs> he bit me. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Just enjoy this show. Like, <laughs> stop talking. I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, that's so selfish. I would have stomped on him. Full body jumps <laughs> on him. I'm breaking shot. your back how like, dare you i had never seen her just like so just like taken aback like taken aback and when she explained it to me and i really like understood i was like you mean like he like physically was like on the floor like right behind you and did what yeah so i yeah i was in shock that's a good way to put it because like, that is not a good representation of black fraternity no isolated incident we don't need to yes. <laughs> Disclaimer. So, so um, yes, that is not a way to approach approach someone. Yeah. Um, 
What was your original question? It kind of went on a tangent. Whether whether you like when guys like try to approach you or not, because I just think I've never, I've I don't think I've ever had somebody approach me in a way that didn't make me feel uncomfortable. And I think it's Ooh. also it's also about space. So if any guys happen to listen to this, you can approach a girl, but it like please don't. Don't do it when she's at a gas station trying to pump her gas. Don't do it in the middle of the night when she's by herself. Like it needs to be light outside. Or she if needs she's to be intoxicated. With... Yeah, please don't mm-hmm. talk to her when she's intoxicated. Like mm-hmm. it needs to be where she's coherent. She mm-hmm. can see you. It's not aggressive. Like it's all about the way that you go about it. Because like anytime anybody's ever approached me, it's like in the club in the middle of the night when I've been like trying to like hustle my girls around so nobody gets kidnapped or mm-hmm. it'll be at a gas station where I'm cornered for 10 minutes and I can't leave like somebody will grab me when I'm coming off mm-hmm. of a subway like I just don't like that. no like just no, don't do that I think yeah, there's oh, yeah. definitely a difference in a respectful way than to, in a way where you feel valued or seen mm-hmm. for sure yeah yeah don't touch me but um mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of just like anxious in general so I'm not going to put it on the guy for like (laughs) why it may make me uncomfortable unless he's actually doing something where it's like invading the personal bubble touching me anything like that Mm -hmm. but in general um I think I prefer like being approached in person over like message or something I think Mm -hmm. there's an extra something it's like wow yeah very courageous of you (laughs) yeah yeah. And speaking of personal bubbles, how has dating been during the pandemic? If you have tried. Oh, the oh. pandemic is where I had my first date. So oh, oh, she's alive and over here. Yeah, I've met him on a dating app. Uh-huh. Um, we talked for like a month and then I finally was like, Okay, this is getting boring. Hey, do you want to hang out one time? And he was like, Yeah, sure. So we went to go get dinner. Mm-hmm. Um He's a really sweet guy. Yeah. Um, just not for me. And guys, please don't take that as like, see, nice guys finish last. No, I just like, I just like have a very loud, boisterous personality, and he's like a true introvert. And it, mm-hmm. I think I, I think it'd be too much. Like, I think my energy might be a little too much for him. Opposites attract. Not that kind of opposite. <laughs> opposites do attract, but like when I'm snort laughing, you gotta be able to handle that. And I just, I don't think he could. But. Yeah. No, it's just a sap in me rooting for any just blossom of love that may smokes. How about you two? Um, well, I during like the midst of quarantine or like the height of quarantine, um, I was still in my relationship. Mm-hmm. But we ended do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you after this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we were, I was still in my relationship at the height of quarantine. Um, and I guess part of the reason why we broke up was just, you know, the quarantine woes and stuff. Um, so for a minute, I was really just not studying anybody, not looking for anything. Like, I was really just, like, you know, doing my own thing. Now I'm kind of at the point where it's like, dang, it's cuddle season. What? What's... <laughs> What's happening? It was popping. <laughs> but still, it's just, like, weird as far as, like, wanting to... Like, it is a pandemic. I can't just yeah. go over to random people's houses and, you know, right. yeah. 
do whatever but and it's like there's no real there's no good way to meet anybody like if you're not meeting somebody at barrier you have to try the dating apps and like that's <laughs> just not ideal in any capacity or fashion so it's like can't go anywhere to talk to anybody and like you said i'm not going to somebody's random house mm-hmm. and again like i feel like i have to drive to go anywhere where people are interested or at least verbally interested in me and it's like i'm not trying to drive an hour and a half to atlanta to but atlanta got the options they really did and, no, and paying for this gas <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true we can Okay, city of atlanta if you could look into exactly that. honestly <laughs> add that to the reason to you know Add money to the MARTA system. Mm. Help people find lovers. <laughs> <laughs> right. On our public transportation uh, yes. episode, we'll talk about that. <laughs> How about you, Raquel? Um, so, like, whenever the pandemic started, um, I was still in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we broke up in May. Mm-hmm. May. Um, and honestly, like, after that, it was kind of, like, the worst timing because I was, like, on my hot girl shit but Mm. we're in the pandemic Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. so it's like limiting and also I was like in my hometown because like we were all like stuck away from Barry Mm -hmm. um but I did date a little bit during the summer um but it wasn't like anything serious it was Mm -hmm. just like pretty casual which is like what it's been um and then like I guess quarantine like drove me crazy and I was like super bored and I was like I got the like dating apps and um that's been fun um nothing super serious but (laughs) it's a good day specifically mm-hmm. um tinder which it was exactly what i expected yeah. so i didn't go in there looking for a soulmate or mm-hmm. a relationship but um that one and then hinge is interesting um the only reason i got it is because there, there was a commercial and it was like this is the dating app to be deleted yeah, and i was I've like seen that. Mm, I've seen that. interesting but they're fun okay nothing mm-hmm. serious but hinge is Hinge is a, a there's ride. like two different worlds, honestly. Yeah, like there's Tinder, there's Hinge, Hinge, and then there's like Bumble, which I've never used Bumble, Bumble's but like kind of like in the, in the middle. But it's like Tinder is like literally like everybody's like 25 and below. Like it's rare. <laughs> like if you find somebody who's like old on there, I it's know, hot. right? Like it, I don't. I think it's like hard if people go on Tinder with a lot of expectations. Oh <laughs> like. I don't think that's a place for you. Yeah, right? You have to come into it being like, this is about to be I don't know. I think it's a good distraction and it's mm-hmm. fun. And you meet, like, I've met, like, really cool people on there. Mm-hmm. Nothing, like, super serious, but it is what it is, so. Mm-hmm. so. All right. So next, for the next uh, episode, Orlin's going to be talking to guys about the same stuff that we've been talking about. Are there any topics you'd want them to touch on? Do you actually like it when girls approach you? Because I feel like I say that, but I think it's a lie. Mm. I think it's kind of true. Like, it's, like, fun. When it's like the, when the girl approaches yeah. a guy? For us, it's fun, but I wonder, <laughs> do they actually like it? If, oh. Or they're just, like, feel emasculated by it oh, almost? Mm-hmm. That's true. That is a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should ask that. Okay. Anything else? I'm curious what they think about, like, Ring by Spring or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, if that really occurs to them or if they've noticed it. I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. All right. Speak now. Forever hold your peace. <laughs> no, I guess just, like, similar questions of, like, if they feel like it's harder to gauge your gauge, like, attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that, like, disincentivizes them to want to talk to girls here or if, like, I don't know. Just curious. All right. 
That has been our first episode in this three-part series on dating at Barry. Thank you so much for listening.